0: I'd like to welcome everybody to First Cup. I am your host, Alton Matthews. I'd like to thank you all for hitting play and taking this journey with me. First Cup is my first endeavor into solo podcasts. Me doing things by myself, like a real solo endeavor. Uh, I was kind of pushed into this by my co-host. He said, man, you need your own platform. People have been telling me it for years, but I guess I thought I was never good enough thought I couldn't carry it by myself, thought I wasn't worthy. Even with recording this episode, I was kind of just procrastinating, trying to figure the perfect time. I had announced it would be dropping so many times, trying to think of topics, and what would the show be about, what would I do, how would it come off, what would people think of me, would it get any listens, who would listen? All the anxieties that come along with starting something great. You know, um, I guess that's why I started this show, for those reasons. For people out there who feel like they're not good enough. For people out there who feel like they're not worthy. For people who are having trouble finding who they are. Finding their path, finding their purpose. Believe me, I am with you. That's why I preach what I preach. Not only do I talk it, but I walk it. And that's what I wanted to start this first show off with, I guess, you know, a little bit of my background for folks who don't know me, so you can know my story and know who I am and why I am the way. I promised to make this long story as short as possible, but I just wanted to go over some basic things, and it kind of even starts from my birth. I was born on Friday the 13th, January 1978, significant day, right? I was a breech baby, uh, came feet first. The doctors actually thought I was dead. So they were turning me around in my mother's stomach just so they could you know bring me out of her. Um, they thought the umbilical cord had choked me. But lo and behold, when this baby boy came out kicking and screaming, I was alive. I had made it, which gives, you know birth to one of my favorite phrases, and it's "If I beat death at birth. Life is easy. A lot of people said you're a breech baby. You were coming out feet first because you were ready to run. And I guess I was because I've always been fast. I spent a couple months in an incubator, had a few neck problems as a kid, but nothing major. Um, as a kid, I was the third son to my mom and dad. I was, you know, the little brother. But I learned very quick. I was always quick to learn things, I was different. They call me gifted, you know. Because of my prowess, my mental prowess, I was very, very smart. Um, as a kid, you know, they would my nickname for my housemaids in the Philippines would be uh, old man. They would call me papa son because it was like I was an old man in a little kid's body. So I was a product of a playboy father and an alcoholic mother. Neither were angels, but they weren't devils either. They were the greatest parents they could be to me. So I saw life in a different manner, you know, it was a lot of arguing, a lot of uh, world war going on. So me and my brothers just kind of, we clung to each other and we became each other's support system. And that's how it is kind of to this day. I, you know, I love my brothers with all my heart. I still have my father and my mother. Uh, She passed away in 2001 I still love her. Uh, The family dichotomy we had wasn't perfect, but I found out that's the American family. So, you know, my first 10 years could classify me as a chaos kid, which we'll talk more about later. Um, but I think it kinda molded me to what I was. I kinda just learned to zone things out. My imagination became very big. I found things like music, writing, dancing, that would help me to channel my energy. Playing sports at one point in time in life I played sports, you know, and it was my thing. I still love sports to this day, you know, do fans know the game too. I write on the ringer occasionally. You hear me talk about sports on First Cup, you know what I'm saying? So Uh, Those are things that I just found to help alleviate me as a kid. I was bounced around. Like I said, I'm a product of a broken family. So if I wasn't living with a relative or a fake relative, I was living with my brother. And just kind of being bounced around as a kid kind of formed into my adult and teen life. Because that's kind of the pattern that I chose. And it kind of changed when I got married. You know, Because I've been doing music. Music became my outlet from school. Um, you know, I was in school, I was on course to graduate, do big things, I got accepted to Clark Atlanta on a journalism scholarship, kind of basically, or just, you know, accepted. I was going to go there for journalism because I wanted to be Stuart Scott, I wanted to, you know, be a commentator, I wanted to be a sports agent, I wanted to write for Sports Illustrated. All the things that sports has kind of, um, morphed into now is what I saw back then, I was always good at seeing the future in the landscape. Um, I started doing music my senior year, and- Music just became my life. I was able to write. I was able to escape the things that were going on in my life. I was able to just create another character, a whole other world. And that stuck with me also in my adult life, and that's how I got Green Planet. But music took me to places I would never be by myself, um, showed me a lot of things. I learned a lot of lessons, a lot of ups and downs. Uh, it showed me how to be an entrepreneur because it's one of those things you gotta dedicate your all to. So, you know. My relationships would fail four or five years here or there, but I I always stuck to music. Music was my thing, my passion. And like I said earlier, I got married. I got married around 34 years old, so that was 2012, 2013, actually, I got married on Valentine's Day. And, you know, kind of took on a pre-made family, wife, two kids, and that's where my life began. And it showed me so much in that process because now I have my own son Um, my life meant so much more than being an artist. It took on a different meaning. And the morphosis from becoming a boy into a man was very hard for me because I had to give up my selfish ways. So I'm currently still married, uh, actually going through divorce, separation period. I'm separated, haven't seen my estranged wife in almost two years, haven't seen my kids in almost two years or talked to them. I still conversate with her family members, and I still see her through the social medias of them, me and her are friends. But uh, long story short, we'll talk about that as well and how it changed me. But it was that involvement where I started learning about, you know, I I became in love with the podcast back in 2008 and wanted to do it and just didn't have anybody anybody around me who was willing to until I, you know, align myself with certain peoples and certain entities like, um, you know, Guy Green and uh, Twandy, the student, the sexy dad, my homeboy Vern, he was the first one to turn me on the podcast, he started a show called Made Me the Best, and, uh, you know, he selected me and Tuan to be hosts on this inaugural show, and I was honored, you know, honestly, uh, at the time in life, I was going through things, and kind of just, because of the love I was getting in my family atmosphere, I stopped looking for love elsewhere, as in my passion, as in my purpose, as in music, and management, and things of that nature, and just kind of became self-evolved or involved with my family. Uh, I guess that's where I learned I was uh introvert. I thought I was an extrovert all my life, but I was just happily contained in this package of familyhood, but didn't understand that I was blocking my purpose in life and what I was supposed to be doing. Don't get me wrong, I love being married. I love, you know, the whole family situation. It's just what the Creator has planned for you is perfect, and uh, you may not understand it now, but you will. And Back to maybe the best. We started that show. I was only in it for 13 episodes. I think maybe 19 episodes uh, before things started happening in my personal life where I had to readjust. That's when me and my wife actually split. And this happened, uh, let's see, the summer of 2017. Father's Day, actually, last year is when it happened. And at that point, I had to recreate my life. I found out I was a healer, and as a healer, you help broken people. You help them to heal, but in the process, you break yourself. You break yourself so you can give yourself a dose of your own medicine. That's a big thing, man. That's a very hard thing for me, man, because I'm always talking to other people and helping them out and trying to get them to where they need to go. You know what I'm saying? But uh, through my journey of ups and downs and finding myself and going through what I went through, the process that I created for myself to know that I was dependable, that I was strong. The process that I created for myself in asking my life purpose. It ultimately led me here, right now, November 13th at 1.40pm, recording my first cup, of episode of First Cup. I'm not doing any edits or anything. Um, it, I didn't even have a cup of coffee today. I just know it was the right time to start this and it was the right time to do this. Um, and so... Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to tell you that is my first episode or welcome to the first episode of First Cup. I'm going to be doing this show. It's going to be about life, my own positivation, positive motivation, uh, entertainment, sports, any and everything. You know, we can talk about it on a daily in a 10-minute segment. Sometimes we'll go over. It depends on how we're feeling. I just had to get this first one out. I had to let it go. I had to get it out there. You know what I'm saying? Because if I didn't... I knew I would procrastinate and I would never get it out of there. You know what I mean? So I thank you guys for listening to me for 10 minutes and um, letting me tell you a little bit about me just so you can get some backup on me. I go through these things and I learn from them and that's how I want to help others and help other people around me. You know what I mean? So I thank you guys for tuning in to the first episode of First Cup. This is going to be something big. I feel it, man. I'm coming into my own. So I thank you so much. And I know that's just a little brief background on me. I will give you more as the show goes on. Next time we speak, we'll be brewing our first pot for all my potheads out there, taking our first cup and endeavoring together into the world and uh, doing some things. So I'd like to leave you with a thought, a thought that I will leave you with every time from now on that we meet every morning for first cup. On this road called life, you have to take the good with the bad, smile with the sad, love what you got, and remember what you had. Always forgive, but never forget, people change, things go wrong, but just remember, the ride goes on. Podheads, I thank you for tuning in to the first edition of First Cup with Alton Matthews. As always, stay blessed, go forth do great things, Excelsior.